Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my show. Today, I have a very special guest, and her name is Miss Jackie Tate. So before we jump into the conversation, I'm going to go ahead and introduce her to you. So Jackie, Sim- oh, I did not ask her how to pronounce her middle name, so I'm going to just say Jackie Tate is the mom of two amazing daughters, Madison and Sophia, now grown women out of their own, ooh, y'all can't read, out of their own life adventures. She remarried in 2013 and is living as an empty nester with her husband, Mark. Jackie is the CEO and founder of the Strong Single Mom Network, an organization that focuses on bringing single moms together in community and empowerment. As a real estate professional, Jackie leads a top producer real estate team in the Flagstaff, Arizona area. She also coaches real estate agents nationwide through her coaching program, Real Estate by Relationships, teaching agents how to grow a successful referral-based business. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce to you Miss Jackie Tate. Go ahead and pronounce your middle, I don't know if that's your maiden or middle name. It's Jackie Semerol Tate. Okay. (laughs) It's French. It's my maiden name, but now is my legal middle name. So I love it. Wow. So you, so you didn't have a middle name at first. I did, but I, I got, my middle name used to be Leah, but when I got married to my now husband, I didn't want to get rid of my Semerol, so I kept Semerol, and when I did my name change, I put it as my middle name. I love it. I just like, it's, it's always interesting, like, finding out cool facts about people, so thank you for that little tidbit. So I know I introduced you, but can you just tell the audience who you are and what you do in the world? Sure. So my name is Jackie Semerel Tate, and I am, like you said, I'm a founder of the Strong Single Mom Network. I am a real estate professional. I lead a real estate team, and I also coach other realtors through the Real Estate by Relationship program. And so that's what I do for a living. But who I am in the world is that I am really dedicated to being a wife, a mother, and most importantly, a child of God. I love it. So I'm just going to go ahead and place your title up here. So the title of your chapter is Stay Strong, Single Mom. And I love it. I love everything that you're doing. And one reason why I love it is because I did this years ago, uh, probably almost 10 years ago, I had started basically the same thing. It was no name, but it was a strong single mom network. And that is, I know you heard my story, like of me talking about how I got through school and it was by creating this group of, uh, single moms. Some of them weren't even single. Because I feel like moms in general just go through things that, you know. So that's why I really love it. So if y'all listening, it works. It definitely works. So tune in. Whether you are a single mom or not, all moms can benefit from these lessons. So I'm excited. So just talk a little bit about your chapter is pretty self-explanatory. But just uh, if you want to add anything to why Stay Strong Single Mom. Yeah, absolutely. I had when the story that I tell in my chapter is really about my journey 
through being a single mom and how I really had to get to the bottom of me in order to really find out what I was made of, who I am and, and connect wholly with my faith. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, and I feel like I went through a period of time where everything was stripped away from me in terms of, you know, any financial success, any career success, all of these things that I kind of thought I had going on mm. all went away. And I feel like God really had to bring me down to the bottom of me where it was literally me and my girls. And that's what I had. And by doing that and going all the way to the bottom, that's how I really found out how to become strong. Mm. It's just like, if you think about when you go to the gym, why do you go to the gym? You don't go to the gym because you're already strong. You go to the gym because you want to build your muscle and you have to break that muscle down in mm -hmm. order to build up physical strength. And that is what had to happen in my life to break everything down to build up emotional and personal strength. So my message is, you know, I was a single mom when I went through that journey and through that is how I found my desire to reach in and help other single moms, how to stay strong and find their strength. That is great. So then I feel like these questions, your, your chapter is so self-explanatory. Did it make the question sound like, why are you asking that? But I want to make sure I ask everybody the questions. So the next question is, who is the intended audience for your chapter? You know, I'm actually glad you asked me that still, because yes, it is for single moms, but it's more than that. It's for any woman who has felt like she's gone to the bottom. It's for any woman who maybe maybe she's there right now at the mm. bottom of herself thinking that she's got nothing left or the struggle just seems too hard. That's who this chapter is for. Because even mm. though for me it happened as a single mom, if you are down to the bottom, it doesn't matter what your marital status or your parenting status is. Mm. This is a message that can help you and you can apply the lessons that I learned during that time into your world. And that's really what I want to do and what I aspire to do is help women overcome that moment where you just feel like there's nothing left for you. That is like one of the best responses. <laughs> That I have gotten to that question. That was amazing. That that was a really amazing response. I love that. So what can listeners, no, readers, y'all, I'm all over the place. What can readers take away from your chapter or what is one takeaway that they can expect from your chapter? I think there's multiple layers to it. Uh, my chapter, we get into overcoming clinical depression. We get into overcoming financial breakdown. And my story also, you know, it's not like a straight trajectory down and then back up. It was kind of down. And then I thought I was back up. And then, man, when I hit that last bottom, mm. ooh, that, that was tough. So I think the biggest takeaway, though, that I really want people to come away with is how to truly find your faith in God and how to surrender in faith. Mm. That's the biggest takeaway. So if you're watching this and you think that that's a message that might resonate with you, whether you're single mom or not, I would encourage you to read the chapter. Thank you. So another question, I feel like it's self-explanatory. 
But why is this topic important to you? That's a good question because it, I don't think it's what you would anticipate. The <laughs> reason that this story is so important to me is because I 100% know what it feels like to, to be in a situation where I feel absolutely helpless mm. and hopeless. Why this is so important to me is because what I have learned through the journeys in my life is that you are never beyond help and you are never beyond hope. Mm. So this is really important to me because I, my personal mission in life is to help people understand exactly that, that there is always help and there is always hope. Mm. So that's why this is so personal to me is because we all and our human experience one thing that we all have in common is that we will have struggle. We will have despair. We will have moments to hit the bottom. And no matter what your circumstances are, it doesn't matter who you are, where you were born, what your life experience looks like. We share that. And we mm -hmm. also share that there is something that God has placed inside of us that will get us through it, over it, and make us an amazing story of being an overcomer. That's why yeah. that's so important. That's amazing. So have you had you wrote, were you an author prior to 2021? I am. I actually have a children's book out called A Time to Fly. And so I did publish the children's book back in 2013. And so, and I'm a blogger and I do a lot of writing. I do a newsletter and things like that. But in terms of becoming, you know, in a grown up book, no, this will be my first grown up book. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so the reason why I'm asking because my next question, because I know you have been like superwoman this year alongside me because we are simultaneously preparing two books at the same time. <laughs> and then not only that, but you were one of the 11 women that came in after the 12 week program. So most of the women had 12 weeks and then you had like 10 days. And so, so I just want to know, like on this journey to becoming a, a, a grown up book author, how was that journey for you? Take us into how you've been feeling on the inside about all of this. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> I have to say it was overwhelming at first because I did. I jumped in with both feet and I actually was late to the party on the other book too. So both of the books that I am contributing to this year, I kind of came in at the 11th hour. But I will tell you, I have the, I have a saying, if it weren't for deadlines, nothing would get done with me. So yeah. it almost worked in my favor because I didn't have time to overthink my story. Yeah. And so I, I just sat down at the keyboard and I typed it out. And again, I do have experience writing mm -hmm. and it is something that I have used as a skill skill throughout my entire career and in my personal life and things like mm -hmm. that. So I do love to write. So that probably helped. But in all honesty, I sat down and I, this is the first time I ever wrote anything where I didn't extensively self edit. I just said, no, you got to get this story out on the paper, edit mm -hmm. it later. And I'm very grateful for that because I've learned that I probably would have 10 books out there right now if I would have used that 
because I can, can't tell you how many books I have started and they're in my little file that I always want to go back and I kind of dabble with, but I'm such a perfectionist that I'm too busy self-editing while I'm doing it. So this has been freeing for me, Jessica. I cannot tell you how freeing and I'm excited about it because I think now that I know I can do it and I know that if I just don't overthink it, it will get done. Mm. I'm I'm in. I'm going to finish those other books. <laughs> yes, I love it. I was thinking the same thing the other day. I was like, man, let if I put all of the books I started together, that probably I probably do have like a a full book that's already done, like a solo book. Yes, that like I was I keep and I'm procrastinating to even get the the books because I'm like, okay, I I gotta go find it because I remember I kept calling it something different. So I definitely get that because I probably got a full solo book that's already completed and I don't even know it. <laughs> we should challenge each other to get those full solo books done maybe in the next year. Yes, that I, I really want to. So yes, we got to hold mm -hmm. each other accountable to that. So um, what is next for you? Uh, writing that book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's an easy answer. But yes, that is next. But uh, I've got a few different things. So right now, as of the time that we're recording this, it's the end of August 2021. And next month, we are officially relaunching the Strong Single Mom Network. So Yay. I am so excited for this because my vision, when the Strong Single Mom Network was first created back in 2008, 2009, I had a vision, but I had no idea how to accomplish that vision. Mm -hmm. And what I pieced together in my complete lack of knowledge was an amazing gift. I, I look back and go, wow, I really did more than I thought I could do. So that's, a, that's great, but it still wasn't right. So here I am. So Strong Single Mom Network has been dormant since 2014, and mm -hmm. the website has been gone since 2014. And so now we're rebuilding the site, and it's becoming – the technology, I feel, has caught up with the vision. So in 2008, mm -hmm. 2009, to do a membership site and have virtual meetings, you had to piece all of this together. It was incredibly <laughs> expensive. Now we've got all these great tools. And so I'm just thrilled to, to launch the Strong Single Mom Network. So that's what's next. And then just continuing on with the real estate and the real estate coaching and building up that coaching program. And that has been an amazing journey as well. So, so yeah. you was right on time for that. <laughs> yes, right on time. <laughs> I love it. So, what are your top three secrets to success in life or in business? Well, I will tell you my top three in business, but I also think that they translate very well into life. Number one is to show up. It doesn't matter. You, We all have different ideas or this fire inside of us that a lot of times we just like to dream about, but we're afraid to put out there. We're afraid to show up and do anything with it. So the number one thing you have to do to be successful is to show up and be present. If you want to start an online business, you got to show up online. If you want to start a real estate business, you have to go get your real estate license. Sure. If you want to show up and be a doctor, you got to go to college. You have to show up for these things. So that's my number one tip is be present, get there. Number two is about the systems and the habits. So 
once you're showing up, it doesn't work if you just sometimes show up, sometimes don't, you know, just wait till you get a moment of inspiration and then do a bunch of work and then let it sit on a shelf for a long time. I'm a very big believer in the power of the micro habit, mm. which is meaning little tiny things that you do every day in mm. order to move your dream forward. So that's number two. So create systems that help you with those micro micro habits so that you stay on top, you stay on track. And then my third thing is all about relationships. I mean, even my, my um, coaching, real estate by relationship, everything is based on relationships. And whether that means building relationships with people who can help you, building relationships with people who might need you, so your clients, your prospects, or building relationships with people who are in the same boat as you, people with like-minded, you know, that's how you and I met, Jessica. We are a part of this powerful group, and all of us have the same heart, the same mindset, the same desire to mm -hmm. use our gifts and talents to reach into other people's lives and make a difference. So it's building those relationships and really being present in those relationships, never taking them for granted. So understanding how to nurture a relationship and uh, keep up and keep track with people. So those are my three, those are my three top tips. And that's for business, but I think they translate pretty well into life as well. I love it because um, that's what my coaching program is based on building relationships too. And so I love the alignment going on right here. And I actually just uh, made a podcast episode about a couple weeks ago talking about this. And it was funny because I was doing a coaching class uh, with some of the women that's in my program. And so one of them was like, well, I'm trying to get this idea off the ground and I'm calling people and they're not like responding. They're not helping me. And so I said, okay, let's stop right there. And I said, so when is the, what did you do for them? When is the last time you volunteered for that agency? Oh, I didn't. So did you donate to them? No. Did you Have they ever seen you? No. I said, that's the equivalent of a man walking down the street and coming up to you like, hey, come over to my house real quick. What would you say? Of course I would say no, right? So right. it's like, it's the same thing when we think about our business. You can't just like what, what we're talking about, like we've built the relationship. If I was just seeing you and been like, hey, Jackie, come over here, write a book with me real quick, because I think it's going to work. That's just weird. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we went through a challenge together. We went through a book program together. And a lot of times, uh, most times people miss that component of building. It's OK to, to build genuine relationships. And if you don't feel as though you have time, you don't really have time for your dreams. Like I have to intentionally set aside time to go support other women if I want to be supported. So you, it's a you, you talking my language today. So I could go on and on about you know like this, and so I'm done. But it's so I just really that's what I admire is that your the basis of your program is relationships because it's like i don't know why especially in i guess with social media and stuff people don't really think they need relationships but i just want to acknowledge that because I, I love that <laughs> well i you know that's amazing and i think you're right people rely far too much on social media and social media will give you a false sense of relationship sure. but it's really important that all of these people that you're connected to 
on Facebook or Instagram, if you have an offline relationship with them, it's important that you nurture that and not just rely on the fact that, oh, well, I see what they're up to on Facebook. So I feel like I know what they're, what's Mm -hmm. going on with them. But, you know, we don't all put our real stuff on Facebook. You know, a lot of times (laughs) it's the highlight reel, right? And social media is the highlight reel. So you got to call people, you got to get real with people. You got to call them and say, my favorite question to ask is to call someone and say, how can I help you. Because if I show up to help you, then I know when I need, just like you said, when I need help, I know that I can probably rely on you. And if you can't do it, you'll be honest with me and Mm -hmm. that's okay. But it, so it's not necessarily like, oh, I'm helping you in anticipation of getting something back, but it's more like Mm -hmm. I'm genuinely wanting to lift somebody else up. Mm -hmm. And if you can come from a place of genuinely lifting up others, others will genuinely desire to lift you up too. Wow. That that was amazing. This is a this was great. It's already over. <laughs> so, in closing, how can listeners stay connected with you? The best way to stay connected with me is if you go to www.stepstostrength.com. That will always lead you to a little link tree of what I've got going on. So you can connect with a strong single mom network. You can connect with real estate by relationship or just all my personal social media. And that's the best way for us to connect. All right. So thank you so much. Did you have anything you wanted to add before we close out? No, I just wanted to say thank you so much, Jessica. And if you're watching this and you're connected to Jessica more, then good for you because you are taking a good step and you have a desire to show up and be present and build those relationships. So I really just cherish you, Jessica, and I'm honored to be on your show. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate and honor you too. And I'm excited to see what happens once everything launches. I'm going to be rooting for you and sharing everything and telling all my friends about it. So I'm excited for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I will see y'all in the next video. Bye. Bye everyone. This is Jess again. And real quick, have you heard of my Own Your Story Challenge? where I help you break your silence and own your story so that you can begin to stand on your story and not in your story. You definitely don't want to miss out on this, so go ahead and head over to ownyourstorychallenge.com so that you can get plugged into the community, get all your resources, and begin to truly step into your calling.